Oh, all right, Taya, who do we have today? Hmm. It looks like we have one Russell Perry, 28 years old. Pretty neutral on the morality scale. Destination is set for limbo until you can work out a more certain path. Oh, wait a second. Mm, nope. Here's the humor section in a long list of TikTok videos shared. This one's definitely bound for hell. Really? Only 28? That can't be right. Well, it's unfortunate to see people who have so much get to experience die so unexpectedly. I see in the notes that he works out fairly regularly, so what's it gonna be? Car accident? Sudden tumble down some stairs when a muscle gives out? Uh, let's see what we're working with here. Oh, come on, you fat piece of shit. I hope you decide to make toast in the bathtub and have a clumsy arm. Oh, I see he's more likely to choke on a bit of Cheeto dust while trying to conjure an adequate slur of insults. <laughs> What's worse? He's appears to be a mercy main. Ah, gross. Well, I guess someone has to do the healing. Here, let me check his chart. Well, that explains that. Learning German, has a kink for German accents. Poor bastard probably likes to be yelled at in German, too. I bet many a dominatrix could get rich off of him. Uh, what are we looking at for expiration? Hmm. According to the report, approximately 2 minutes and 39 seconds. I'd ask if your mom knew what a disappointment you are to this team, but I guess I can just ask her later tonight in bed. Christ, maybe I should expedite the clock on this one. Alright, I'm going in. Oh, hey, I was thinking we could grab some lunch after this and make it a quick one, alright? Yeah, yeah, I'll be quick. Uh, um, how about uh, we bet on paying lunch? Uh, you pay if I can make him cry about dying. <laughs> I've been watching him for a few days in preparation for this harvest. I, I don't think you're going to get him to cry unless you get him to orgasm. That seems to be the emotional height of his waterworks. I don't care if he offers to pay for lunch himself. I'm not going to palm prom with anyone before ending their existence. You certainly have a way with urge. Just get in and get out. Well, there's a good your mom joke somewhere in there, but I'm hungry, so let's just get this over with. I'm sure you're well acquainted with hearing that one. Piss off, you lonely spinster. Don't hate the rest of us for having romantic relations just because you can't find someone to tolerate your nagging. Will you get on with it already? I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Watch how a pro does it, Tally. I hate when he calls me Tally. Ugh. Of course you'd fucking camp there. If you had any real talent, you'd be down on the field where you need real courage and survival prowess. I don't know. Sniping is a pretty good talent. Fucking Christ! Not quite, though I have been referred to as such by utterly people too far clouded in their minds or junkies who are lost into their passions. And one other woman many years ago when I convinced her I was the second coming. Well, I was later that night. Eh? Eh? Who the fuck are you? How did you get into my house? Ah, well, that could be a very long story, but I have to keep things simple. I have a very hungry partner, and if I don't get food in her soon, well, you know how women get. Asshole. Just because he's right doesn't mean he has to point it out. Anyway, let's just cut straight to the chase. I'm deaf. 
whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, the Grim Reaper? Because you can just come barreling in when I'm still perfectly alive. I still have a long life to live. Not that your continued existence would do anyone any favors. Do you spend all of your time monologuing insults before you kill people? Let's get things straight first. I do not kill people. I harvest a soul when its time comes, and by my calculation, that should be... now. No, please. I have so much to do. Wait, nothing happened. What kind of prank bullshit is this? Uh, hmm. Well, Taya is never wrong. Seriously, dude, who the fuck are you? You know, it is a real shame. Someone with so much potential would be wiped out like that. A nameless person who existed mostly unknown would be completely forgotten after the people in his life. Hmm, maybe he was in a club or did an activity or something where people would be able to write him into history for. Let's see. Bridge with his friend Seymour. Bingo on Wednesdays. Wait a minute. These aren't activities young people typically enjoy. All right, now, to cut to the chase, I am an agent of death, and your time has come, but for some reason you didn't kick the bucket. Okay, so what does that mean? Beats me. I've never had one of these scenarios before. You hear rumors, and there are protocols in place, but I've never even heard of anyone I know personally experiencing this situation. I should probably get back in touch with Taya. No, she just mocked me for botching this one. Well, orders are orders. Whoa, big fella. I know we may have gotten off on the wrong foot, but you don't gotta kill me. Maybe there's a glitch in the Matrix or something? Oh, shit, shit, shit! This profile is supposed to be George Brookshire. Russ's profile somehow got mixed in. Maybe it was a clerical error when the office agents hit print. I've gotta stop this. Look, buddy, I'd love to prolong this conversation to continue battering you around verbally, but I've got a job to do, so... Wait! There was a clerical error. It's not his time to... die. Oh. So, uh... What do we do with this, then? Fucking assholes. We've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction overdue for extinction We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. Happy dummy day to my favorite people in the world. I'd warn you not to tell my family I said that, but they know they're assholes anyway. I am your killing blow dealer. You can call me Anthony. And I'm your unfortunate soul, Russ. And I am the feral goblin along for the ride. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Holy shit, was that a woman's voice? 
Please welcome back a dear friend of the show and a guest co-host for this episode, Taya. Welcome back. How are you? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Can't complain. I mean, you could. We often do. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> for the time and place for everything. <laughs> right. For those of you who might not remember her voice or recognize her name, she joined us for a guest episode that we announced we were doing last season. We opened the mic to anyone who wanted to do a guest episode on a topic of their choosing, something kind of near and dear to them, or just something that they thought would be funny or fun to talk about. And Taya joined us for a discussion of people who slide into your DMs because they are thirstier than a white girl at Applebee's on dollar margarita nights. It was a it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun to do and record. Um, it ended up being me though, just kind of taking over and talking about my terrible dating history, and then you guys kind of became my unwilling therapist in the situation. So, half sorry about that. Yeah, it was nice. Thank you for having me on. It was a good time recording that one. Well, hopefully, we're going to have as much fun this one. So far, we're off to a good start with the two of you bumbling over the script that I've so geniusly crafted. Listen, when you upload the script seconds before we're supposed to record, it makes it very difficult to actually, like, prepare. I would like to call your bluff and point out that I have written these in advance sometimes before, well, days into advance, and you still don't look at them until right before we record. Okay, but I also have the issue of not being able to read and speak. All right, well, that's not my fault. I can't, I can't help that you have the mental acuity of a cucumber. I can't even argue with it. <laughs> if you haven't got a chance to check out Taya's uh, guest bonus episode, you can go back to our last season for the bonus episode called Overdue for the Creeps of Dating. Um, now, any of our dummies are welcome to come on with a topic of their choosing. Like I said, uh, I know we have one in the pipeline that's about deconstructing from religion, and uh, that one is going to be interesting and fun. Uh, I've been waiting for a number of my family members who have also kind of gone through this uh, deconstruction from Christianity um, conversation, um, and uh, unfortunately neither of them have stepped forward, but one of our more active dummies who I used to go to church camp with is rearing to go and ready to talk about uh, his experiences with that. Uh, so I know, Russ, you said you don't have a lot of experience in religion, so I, I assume you're just to uh, sit back and be horrified by the uh, brainwashing that we have uh, endured with church yeah definitely yeah i'm looking forward to that one yeah it, it is a whole it's a whole topic in and of itself because i feel like a lot of it started when we were all kids yeah it was and just I'm, like i'm not one to shit on people's beliefs like i i hold a lot of um I hold a lot of opinions on different beliefs from astrology to various religions, and if any of that is for any of you, good for you, but I can't believe that you're acting like a piece of shit because Mercury is in retrograde, <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, but Like, I'm sorry, I slashed your tires, I'm an Aries, I apologize. Exactly. Um now the the closest I think was ever I ever bought into astrology was that Sagittarius's are supposed to be extremely like about the moment and passion and everything, and I was like, oh, maybe that's why I'm a whore in my twenties. <laughs> See, I love whore. astrology though. I can get I can get in with it. I love it. I like learning about it and stuff. Yeah, to each their own. Uh, I don't uh, I don't always want to shit on people's. Um, beliefs and interests but uh i have uh, a whole life of christianity that uh i have stories to talk about so i'm looking forward to diving into those 
Now, uh, anyone is welcome to be a part of one of these guest bonus episodes. Unless you decide to talk during movies, especially during tense moments in them. Uh, we had this, uh, this experience when we went to go see Megan the other day. It was very good. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's not so much a horror as it is a thriller. Um, but we had uh, people in the row behind us talking the entire time during tense, quiet moments where they were trying to build up to events happening. And uh, uh, there was a moment where you were anticipating a jump scare. Like, it was kind of obvious that's where they were going with. And then um, the people behind us were like, jump scare, jump scare. It's going to be Megan, jump scare. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I wish we had a Megan doll in the audience somewhere to go around and throat punch people who talk during <laughs> movies. Like, fucking shut up. Did you say anything to him? No, I did turn around and look at them at one point because I'm not a confrontational person, but I was hoping that them realizing they gained someone's attention because they didn't stop talking was um, going to put an end to it. Um, but they didn't stop them. I did the same thing when we went to go see Hamilton last month. Uh, one of the women behind us decided she was part of the choir and, and didn't get on stage for it, so we got to listen to her renditions behind us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so people might agree, disagree with me on this one, but it's kind of like a peeve of mine is bringing small children into clearly an adult movie where they're screaming and crying the whole time. I agree. Um, yep. My oldest is uh, nine or is he nine? Eight. He'll be nine this month. I'm, I don't know how old anybody is. <laughs> Um, he's eight and we were just now considering taking him to theaters, but not for anything really more than, um, Puss in Boots. He wants to go see that. Um, he wanted to go see Wakanda forever, but I was just like, I don't know that you're going to sit there for two and a half hours and not talk the entire time. So I think that movie's over three hours. Is it really? I, I saw it's coming to Disney plus February 1st, so I'm not worried about going to see it anymore. Yeah, me and my friend were going to go watch it, but when he told me how long it was, I said, fuck that, I don't want to. Well, it's like, uh, Even though the first Black Panther was one of my favorite Marvel movies. Well, it's like the new Avatar is over three hours long, too. And I'm not going yeah, to piss on anyone's parade um, about liking Avatar, but the first one wasn't for me. I don't even know that I've even seen it in its entirety. And every... Every time I've seen James Cameron get up and piss on Marvel and DC and all these other superhero movie makers for um, giving people eye candy for doll minds, I'm just like, all right, you can go fucking die in a fire somewhere. <laughs> so I've, I've no interest to see the sequel at all. No. I did hear it sounds like the, the third movie is going to feature Fire Navi, and it sounds like at this point he's just ripping off Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Why does there need to be a third one? Uh, I don't know. Apparently he's got a whole series planned out, and Fire Navi are going to be the villains in it. You know, like the Fire Nation. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's that. There's that to go on. Um, but uh, before we get into the real dumb meat of the episode, uh, Russ, how has your week been? Uh, uh, so far, so good, I guess. Um, I mean, this is my first week, full week back at work since... All the holidays. So you've uh, been eagerly considering tongue tickling the barrel of a twenty-two. <laughs> yes, but luckily I have next week to look forward to because I have Monday off. So it's always something. Yep, we get Martin Luther King Jr. Day off at our place, so must be nice. And then I think our well, I think our next holiday that we get off is in May. So there's a long time before I get any days off. 
Yeah, we get uh, we get nothing until Good Friday. That's our next day off. Factory workers get to just go fuck themselves. I have no idea when Good Friday is. I don't know the actual date, but it's the Friday before Sunday or before Easter. Oh, so it's like April. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, the Friday before Easter, and then I think after that we get Memorial Day, which is a Monday, and then I think nothing until Fourth of July weekend. So I got a nice nice wide gap, and I can't use my vacation days because we gotta use a big bulk of them to go to Florida in May um, to see my sister in law's. Uh, college graduation so you know looking forward to not being able to enjoy over to or a vacation time on my own terms and then having to go <laughs> spend a ton of money to drive uh, across the the country to watch a graduation oh you're not even flying oh i guess it would be kind of hard to fly with three kids we were going to initially but then we, we were looking at tickets and round trip uh it was going to be uh, i think somewhere upward of like eight hundred dollars so oh, we decided we're just gonna drive where is it in florida um that is an excellent question i think and don't hold me to it it might just be because they're the only college that has ingrained themselves in my brain from non-stop uh brochures uh, i think she goes to full sale no i have no idea where that's at me neither but we'll find out oh i think it's a uh, winter park florida never heard of it okay I got actually i think um i had a family member that went to full sale and i know um they did also have the option of doing like an online campus as well those people have a real hard on for getting a hold of you and then never letting you forget that they exist um <laughs> when when i was getting ready to graduate high school i was trying to decide what i wanted to do and pursue in college and i initially wanted to do video game design and I saw somewhere on a TV ad probably that Full Sail University did video game design. And I thought, perfect. I don't want to go to Florida, but maybe I'll do the online um, campus or whatever. And then I put in my information and they wanted my phone number. Um, and I wouldn't give it to them because I knew they were going to call me. And as a millennial, I have anxiety about talking to anybody on the telephone. <laughs> Um, oh, so I, yeah, I, I fuck it. It's it's the whole generation. Something ruined us about telephones, and I don't know what it is. It, it's along the same lines of how we all sleep with fans on too. And we just it's just the whole generation. Yeah. Um. But uh, Full Sail somehow still got my contact information and called me nonstop until I told them to take me off their call list because I just wasn't interested anymore. But uh, anyway, uh, so back full week. Anything exciting or dumb happen? Because um, I'm, I'm hoping you have something to offset my story. I really don't think I do. I've been kind of just grinding Overwatch lately and not really leaving the house. <laughs> so it sounds like you're living your best life. Yeah, yep. Overwatch has a new event that's, I believe, been... Uh, labeled the worst event in overwatch history because nobody likes it and all it is is like a free-for-all death match of with seven different characters that have special abilities and i have been absolutely miserable playing it and i want one of the uh titles that comes with it and the title you have to kill 300 people with a specific character and I've been playing that mode almost nonstop since it came out almost a week ago, and I only have 90 kills with this person. 
So it is going to take me a long ass time to finish that. It sounds like a nightmare. I uh, that game is way too competitive for me to play regularly without wanting to kill myself. And the idea of trying to kill 300 people with a specific character sounds like an unbeatable achievement for me. I die in that game a lot. I, a I lot. for sure I do too. And I can't, I can't, um, I can't coordinate with strangers online who refuse to use their mic. So it's oftentimes just me like sitting and turning back and waiting for people to decide when they're going to go. And then they just kind of stand at the base and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go. And then I get mowed down and then they come behind me and get mowed down because they went by themselves. Uh-huh. It's just See, like, I, an... I can't play with people on there. I'm more of an MMO person anyways. Yeah. The good old endless gaming. We have um, uh, Hogwarts Legacy to look forward to next month, and I've been watching some YouTube videos trying to get psyched up for that, and it sounds like they're planning on supporting it for years to come with expansion, so it sounds like it'll be the only game I ever play again. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't buy it. <laughs> no, if you want to keep knocking games off your list, you probably shouldn't get into it. <laughs> I already have Overwatch to deal with. Right, right. Well, I play World uh, of Warcraft. <laughs> In World of Warcraft for you, right? Um, I, I, I'm still playing the same five games. I finally started back up on, um, um, oh my god, I'm blinking. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I, I made mention of it again to Kristen, and she's like, "You never did find that, did you?" And I said, "Nope." So when I was playing it last <laughs> night in bed, uh, in case you're you're not familiar, uh, Taya, I had I had the cartridge of it. I was playing it religiously until Persona Five um, came out on the Switch, and then I started playing that religiously. And I took um, Fire Emblem out of my Switch, and I put um, um, Persona Five in, and I started playing it. And then I went to go put Persona Five in my game case and put um, Fire Emblem back in the uh, Switch, and I lost it. And I thought it was on the floor somewhere or under the furniture, but we like did a deep cleaning of the living room and picked up all the furniture and swept it out. We even uh, cut out all the cloth underneath the couches and chair, and it's just it's gone. It's nowhere to be found. One of the um, kids probably ate it. Probably. Well, that's why I, I I told Russ I was I was almost certain that Oliver grabbed it and ate it. He's only one, so what does he know? It was probably like a spicy chip or something for him. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I ended up just downloading it off the Nintendo store at full price because it was going to be about full price to go get another cartridge of it anyway. And I figured this way I can't lose it no matter what. And, uh, I haven't really touched it since downloading it. And that was a couple months ago and I finally just started it back up. So last night when I was in bed, um, with Kristen, as we, we spend our individual time on our phones or whatever, she typically plays games on her phone. And I play the switch or just scroll until I get tired and go to sleep. And uh, I had my switch turned away from her, like I was trying to watch porn. <laughs> but I probably would have rather have, have her caught me watching porn than have her catch me uh, having spent another sixty dollars on a game I lost. So would she even recognize it though? I don't know. I think she probably has seen it enough that she might have an inkling enough to ask if that's what it is. Um, but a lot of the times I'll be playing the same game that I've been playing for a month straight and she see me playing and she'll just ask what it is still. So like, I don't know that she knows enough to be certain, but I was prepared to tell her that it was a demo for Fire Emblem Engage, which comes out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so um, that's where I am in my marriage, hiding things. And um, as I told you, I hid that, <laughs> that D20 dragon that Hasbro put out. <laughs> 
Uh, did you only buy one of them? I did. Um, at uh, were they like fifteen bucks a pop? I I only wanted the one that I wanted the most, so I got the Black Dragon one. Ah, oh, jeez. But so I was the only whore that bought all four. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't so much a whore that you bought the uh, gelatinous cube and the uh, figures that came with it and all that. So good on you for having some restraint. Now, if the gelatinous cube came with all of them. I would probably have gotten it, but since I had to buy everything individually, that was too gross for me. <laughs> right. Uh, understandable. Uh, Taya, how was your week? Did you have anything um, kind of stand out? Was there anything you did that was dumb that you'd like to bear to the people that uh, will hop off, help offset my terrible story that I don't want to tell? You know, honestly, go like opposite of what Russell said, Russ said about, you know, going back to work. I, before right before the new year pulled the plug and quit my job so um living everybody's dream yeah well going back to what we said about hating the phones right like hating making phone calls that's just what it was like a hundred a day and people were mean so i was like you know what i don't think i want to do this so People do not like being called for any reason. Even if it's somebody that I'm expecting to call me, I get mad that they call me anyway. <laughs> well, this was inbound. This was people calling me because they had a problem. They were seeking out my service, and they were still being mean. Like, what is the point? Uh, well, the unfortunate part was they have trouble getting a hold of anyone that actually matters in the company that can solve their issues, and you just happen to be the one available poor son of a bitch that got their call. Right. <laughs> so, because you were the only voice they got that wasn't automated, you got all the fun. So, I don't know if you and I would count that as a stupid thing that I'd done or a smart thing that I'd done, but um, either way, I it's for the better. But um, well, I guess it was for the better. It wasn't dumb. I mean, it's only dumb if, like, um, and, and I've been in this situation where I've needed money. Uh, I think when uh, the 3DS came out, my roommate had given me his half of the money for rent, and I was like, I bet I can come up with extra money for a rent someday. I'm going to get the 3DS. <laughs> um, I don't remember Christ. coming up with the money for it, so I don't know what we did in that situation. I don't know if we just fell behind a month in rent or whatever until eventually we caught up. But, um, yeah, if, if you did anything like that, that would be obviously dumb. But quitting your job, that's soul-sucking. Sounds like a right uh, move in the right step. Yeah. So. Step in the right direction. That's what that phrase is. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Step in the right area. I said, I said move in the right step. <laughs> that's going to be uh, the, it's, that's what I'm going to say from now on. That's a move in the right step. Well, you have influenced Kristen with your phraseology. Do you want to share oh, with yeah, Russ which what you one? started saying? Oh, I, I think it was the, the, the KFC one that uh, really stood out to her. What in the Kentucky Fried fuck is going on around here? <laughs> I feel like I will yeah. I feel like we need to spread it and get it going. I don't know where it originated from. If you were the person that started it, but we need to get it off the ground. That could be the dummy tagline. Like it all this be. dumb stuff. What in the Kentucky Fried Fuck? Because you never know what you're gonna find. It feels like um. It feels like a, a shirt design with a hamster eating chicken uh, uh, legs. See, I, I switch it up, though, every once in a while. See, the Kentucky Fried Fuck is usually my go-to, but sometimes, like, I'm like, what in the cinnamon toast fuck? Or yeah, what that, the... <laughs> that was a good one, too. So either one, depending on your mood. Uh, well, uh, you wanted to know about about why I named the episode, why what I named it. Um, people who are listening to this will see that it is called, Is That a Hot Dog in Your Pocket or Are You Excited to See Me? 
And um, I don't want to tell the story, but I'm going to. Um, so last week, um, I got really hungry. I took some hot dogs for lunch because I was, like most days, in a hurry to get out of the house and didn't have enough time to properly um, get a lunch together. So I grabbed three hot dogs out of the fridge and took the last three at buns, and that was going to be my lunch. And uh, I got to work. I hadn't eaten breakfast. I drank my Monster. And I was super fucking hungry, and I got to the point where I started feeling kind of woozy. And I was like, if I don't eat something, I'm going to really dip in my energy. So I have to, I have to eat my lunch. I don't want to eat it this early, but I have to. And so I, um, I started my work for the day. And I got to a point where I had five minutes of nothing but stand-around time. I thought this is going to be the best time for right now to go get it. So I went to the uh, break room. I heated up two of the three hot dogs. And I put ketchup and mustard and relish on them. And I scarfed one down real quick. And I looked at my watch and I realized my five minutes were over. But I still had this hot dog left. And I thought... I've got two options. I can either try to scarf this down and risk choking myself on the hot dog, which seems like a bad way to go out because I'm sure they won't give me any kind of proper burial. They'll just kind of scoot me outside to uh, public property where I'm someone else's issue. Or I can take the food out with me on the line and continue my work while eating quickly uh, because my uh, manager, who is usually the one who talks to me the most throughout the day um, because he's more hands-on about how things are going and we've had some issues lately with um, the latex parts that we make not curing properly and having distortion issues. And... um, and I took the hot dog out to the line and immediately, uh, having seen him, um, coming my way, I had panic because having food on the line is a write-up offense. And I, I don't have like a bunch of write-ups. I'm not like close to being fired, but I'm generally perceived as one of the good workers. So I didn't want to have anything on my record about having, eating hot dogs on the work floor. <laughs> So what a way to get written up. Right. Of all the things that I've done to get written up for uh, in the past, that, that is not one I want on my record. So I panicked and I was in the middle of getting ready to take a bite. I brought the hot dog to my mouth. My mouth was open and we made eye contact from across the room. And I knew he saw that I had something to eat, but I don't think he put together that it was anything quite as elaborately put together as a hot dog. And uh, I panicked because I didn't want to get rid of for it. And I didn't know where to put it. We didn't have a trash can nearby. I had already walked past the trash can on my line. And I couldn't just set it down on some on surface because he could see it there on the surface. So doing the only thing I could think to do at the time, I shoved the hot dog into my pocket. <laughs> and... with, all the top- with all the toppings on it? Yeah, with all the toppings on it. It was already fully made up and everything. So I shoved the whole thing in my pocket, and that pocket has my my work pens and my key fob that gets me into the building. So I knew immediately that that hot dog was tainted, and there was no way I was eating it now. Um, and so I talked to him, and he saw me eating. He didn't make a big deal of it. He just joked and said, hey, can I have a bite? And I said, oh, it's all gone. And I laughed about it. And he's like, when you got a second, come here. I need to, I need your help with something. So I had to go help him uh, strip uh, some of these latex parts that he needed someone to hold the um, plate frame down while he stripped them because they were kind of hard to pull off the form. 
And the entire time that I was working alongside of him, I just felt all of the condiments or the yeah, the uh, the relish and ketchup and mustard sliding down in my uh, pocket and soaking through my pocket into my leg. Oh no! So after uh, he was done, me a couple minutes later, I went back to my work and I took the pot, the hot dog out, seeing that it was now almost completely bare of any condiments, and I threw it in the trash can. And I pulled out my my uh, pens and my key fob, and they were covered in and relish and mustard and my pockets were stained yellow and I cleaned off my my work stuff but uh they do still smell like hot dogs so that's uh that's what I've been up to lately I was just trying to take notes just for next time I have food I don't know what to do with it I'm just gonna (laughs) shove it in my pocket no matter what it is it might be harder for you to do because notoriously women's pants either lack pockets or have tighter pockets that you can't really use very well. Um, but I had nice cargo shorts that I was able to just <laughs> ram an entire hot dog into. You could fit a feast in cargo shorts. How oh, you I know. Could do, like... I, um, I sometimes do. Sometimes in the uh, cargo pocket, which probably would have been a better place for the hot dog. Uh, it has limited space to soak my leg there. Um, oh, I could have put it in there and... Uh, and got less emotional damage. Um, but instead, I just stuck it right in my, my upper thigh pocket. So Why didn't you just deep throat it? Wow. I mean, I could have, but seeing that he was coming, I didn't want to talk to him with a bulging mouth of food. Like, that was all the more clear than just holding it in my hand. So, now, why didn't you just, like, hurry up and eat it in the break room? I mean, even if you had to get back, it would have taken you two seconds to eat a hot dog. Now, I would like to admit this is where part of my stupidity comes from because nothing would have been hurt with me leaving the line for an extra minute to scarf on this hot dog. I could have very well done it. My assumption was that the manager didn't come in yet, so I had that couple minutes so I could take it out of the line and eat it real quick. I didn't realize that when I went out to the line, I was immediately going to make eye contact with him. I could physically see you just yes. looking at this hot dog in your hand, shrugging your shoulders, fuck it and just shoving it into your pocket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I kind of, I don't think he's, like I said, I, I think he was under the assumption from how far apart we were when I did shove it in my pocket that he assumed whatever it was I was eating was completely consumed already. Um, but man, if he had realized that it was a whole hot dog and that there was no way I <laughs> ate it in that short time we were closing the distance, um, I bet I bet he would have asked me where, where I'd hit the hot dog. And that's a game that you don't want to play with your manager either. Uh, he's already been busting my balls lately because as we discussed on the episode that will air tomorrow um, I busted my front left tooth on a chicken wing on New Year's Eve so now I've just got like a little bit um, right inside the gum and that's all that's there for the front left tooth so I made a dental appointment for Thursday which was why partially why I'm all tied up this week on when we could record um, and uh, he he was the first and only one initially to, to notice my missing tooth in person and he said are you missing a tooth and I said yeah I said it happened on New Year's Eve and he said what did you do I said well I was eating chicken wings and uh, apparently I bit down the right uh, veracity on the bone and uh i guess i have weak teeth and it just shattered my tooth out of my mouth and he just started making fun of me and like gnawing viciously on an invisible chicken uh wing and and so um i had enough to deal with with him i didn't feel like adding a hot dog uh to the pocket on on top of it all 
Boy, oh boy. So that was uh, that was my week. Uh, I feel like other things happened. I would like to say that I don't believe I was this dumb before we started this podcast. I remember um, initially I had the idea that one week I would tell a funny thing that I did in my past. Another week you would tell a funny thing that happened in your past. And we would go back and forth until eventually we ran out of ideas. But now it just seems weekly I'm doing stupid shit and I can't control it anymore. Are you sure that you weren't just always as stupid and the podcast just brought out like the knowledge of it? I can't confirm. On... I can't confirm that you it, you were. I was gonna say <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Uh, people who have known me for a while have some stories, as Taya I'm sure will share once we get into the topic of our conversation. Uh, it's it's actually funny you asked if we could openly talk about some of our our history together where we used to drink at my old place um and i was like yeah i don't care and then i realized i don't actually remember any like stories of what happened when we drank so hopefully you'll have some enlightening uh things to to share that i'll uh remember as we go oh i do Uh, um I, I've done stupid things in the past. I won't go into like full detail, but I remember at one point, um, I don't remember if I shared this on an earlier episode or not, but uh, someone brought in their kid's candy. Their kid was selling candy for their school, and it was like the assortment of candy bars and M&Ms and Skittles and all that. And it was a dollar, and I really wanted uh, Skittles because I, I have a real sweet tooth. I guess only one sweet tooth now. One was busted out. Um, and, uh, and I really wanted it, but I didn't have a dollar on me. So I thought I've got a great idea. Um, I will take the candy now, the Skittles that I want, and I will eat them. And then on my lunch break, I'm going to drive to the gas station near work, buy another bag of Skittles and then replace that bag. And then they won't even know that anything happened. And it didn't occur to me that I could just go to the gas station and buy a bag of Skittles. <laughs> I didn't have to do this whole elaborate heist. So that's where I am in my life. Uh, that happened before the podcast, so maybe it is just me. Yeah, it's definitely just you. Yeah, so that's that's where I am in life. Uh, apparently, according to the two of you, and I'm sure Kristen would concur, that it's just kind of uh, who I am as a person and not necessarily um, a byproduct of this podcast. So it is what it is, I guess. Um, but before we go ahead and, and jump into the topic of the week, I, I have asked each of you to prepare a joke, as is our usual um, um, procedure. I, I was going to say ritual, but it's not like we're performing soul ritual i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about anymore i've talked too much uh anyway you guys said you prepare jokes for this week then for our softening of the brain tissue sure did you want to go first i either of you can go i can go i don't care how we do this normally russ does it first but i'll let you guys rock paper scissor it if you will like Rochambeau. I can go. Um, so what is the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer. Man, it sounds oh, like you really found a good one. Any guesses? I, I wouldn't no remotely idea. know. A hooker can wash her crack again, or can wash her crack and sell it again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, at least she's doing it. That's that's certainly positive. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, got to keep keep on giving. Uh, the, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> like chlamydia. Oh. Uh, 
Anyway, Rusty, you want to go next? Why was the leper hockey game canceled? Oh. No idea. I have no idea. There was a face-off in the corner. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <clears throat> Alright, well, I, I've decided to go racist this week because it seems to be a continuing problem for me. As somebody who, <laughs> who isn't remotely racist at all, I seem to have a lot, of, a lot to say that uh, certainly leans on it. Why is it impossible for two Asians to have anything but an Asian baby? Genetics? I, I, I don't know. Because two Wongs can't make a white. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I told you you could dig a little bit deeper into the dark recesses of the internet for a joke. <laughs> because I certainly don't soften any of the blows. Uh, oh boy, oh boy. That was love, a good one. I love inappropriate jokes. All right, well, now that we've uh, we've warmed up and we're ready to go, uh, I have brought to your attention a topic of the week. Uh, we all like to enjoy a good drink from time to time. Some of us do it to unwind. Some of us do it to become Batman. Um, I, I don't think you're familiar with that one, are you, Taya? I do not think... I, I mentioned it on, I believe, the third episode uh, on season one. So if you go back, you can get a full story for it. But essentially, uh, Kraken turned me into Batman for a night. Um, Ooh, I, I couldn't get in that Kraken. I tried, and it was too much. I'm not normally one to drink, uh, certainly anymore for that matter. But um, when I did drink um, a little bit more socially, uh, I decided it was a party foul for everyone to decide they were done drinking and to waste all the alcohol. So I finished <laughs> everyone's cup of crack and, and uh, things unfolded from there. <laughs> Uh, we, we have uh, established a plan that our 50th episode is going to be a drunken episode in which Russ says he has secured a bottle of Kraken for that occasion. I hope Batman comes out again. <laughs> I, I think you should buy me a cowl just to, um, just to encourage the persona to emerge. And whipped cream. And whipped cream, indeed. Indeed. Oh, God damn it. Well, uh, whatever the reason we choose to drink, uh, I have a man from uh, – now, I, I'm hoping that one of you are smarter than I. Am I the state? Is that Missouri? That's Michigan. Michigan? That's, oh, Michigan. that's Michigan. Okay. Um, so a man in Kalamazoo County, Michigan, uh, decided to get drunk, and, uh, well, it uh, it goes – it goes wild pretty fast. So let's go ahead and get into it. And you guys feel free to interrupt if you have any uh, commentary you'd like to add in the, uh, in the middle of it. So uh, conservation officers with the oh, – this says Michigan Department. I guess if I just read for five seconds. <laughs> God damn it. I'm fucking stupid. Uh, conservation officers with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources recently had an encounter that is hard to believe. It involves a PT cruiser, owls, poop, and natural ice. According to it sounds like a good time. According to an official DNR report, the bizarre incident occurred in early December at the Gordneck State Game Area in uh, Kalamazoo County when conservation officers Cameron Wright and Joshua Salas came across a PT cruiser parked at one of the entrances. 
The man in the vehicle said he parked there to listen to the owls that he wanted to be left alone. But the CEO's, CEO's uh, noticed an open, tall container of natural ice beer and a cup holder. So first off, he's got terrible taste in alcohol. To, also, be, I don't know, to be fair, Manatee Ice was like the thing that we went to in high school when you couldn't like afford anything else. So that was like, if you could get Natty Ice, it was a good time. That's true, but there were also things that if you wanted to get real fucked up, were like Four Loco. <laughs> oh yeah, Four Loco, they banned that for a hot minute. Yeah, they did, and I think they brought it back with a new recipe that uh, mm-hmm. mellowed it out a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, that shit would fuck you up real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they asked the man, on a scale of 1 to 10, how drunk do you think you are? And he responded with, I'm out of 5. I'll be honest, I'm drunk. Uh, at least he's honest Um, it sounds like though from how things go from here 5 was a little bit lower on the evaluation than he should have given based on the response the officers began conducting sobriety tests but part way through the man had made a face of shock grabbed his rear dropped his pants to his ankles and began defecating on the rear bumper of his PT cruiser (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, if you think that was the wildest part, it's going to uh, take another turn here. He was arrested and was taken to the hospital for a blood draw. On the way there, the man noticed that CO Wright had uh, or was using his GPS and said, "Man, I'm the drunk one here, and I have to give you the directions on how to take me to jail, you moron." <laughs> During the blood draw, the man also mentioned that the nurses were not drawing his blood, but instead, he said it's all beer. Not going to lie to you, pure natural ice. Oh my god. The article just ends saying that he was lodged in the Kalamazoo County Jail and charges were submitted to the prosecutor's office for review. But that is all I have on that guy. Yikes. How much would you have to drink for it to be... (laughs) Just piss and pure natty eyes. Right. I, I guess, though, like you said, when uh, when that's about all you can get a hold of, uh, that's that's what you got. Um, I'm wondering if you guys have stories from drunken experiences that you would like to just share. Um, maybe it'll take a little bit of burden off of me and the awful things I've said so far. I can go first because I don't have a lot. I've only ever been drunk once in my life. That doesn't, that it, doesn't feel like enough. We, we need to get you fucked up. Yeah, it I was, feel like I went. Yeah, go ahead. I went to Key West with a friend of mine, and we did a booze cruise. It was like eighty bucks a person, and it was unlimited drinks. So you could drink whatever you want, and uh, I think I had like ten rum and cokes, two beers, and a couple shots. And I was petrified that I was going to fall into the water and drown because I didn't. I wouldn't know how to swim when I was drunk. Apparently. Fair enough. But uh, we got. <laughs> Go ahead. What was that? I said, fair enough. And then we got back to the hotel room, and my friend just wanted to go out to the bars and find women to hook up with. And he was pissed at me when I told him no. And then I passed out from pain and drunkenness because I was extremely sunburned. Oh, that, that's a bad way to wake up, too, because you don't feel that shit when you're you're drunk, but you're going to feel it in the morning when you wake up. Did you say ten rum and cokes? Yes. I would be in a in a ditch somewhere, probably. 
Well, that's that's the problem with Russ is for whatever reason he has a high tolerance to alcohol, and I don't feel like I'm gonna get pissed by drinking a, you know a couple of shots of anything, but I feel like he's going to achieve it far later than I am. So when we do do the drunk episode, uh, he's going to have to pregame like immediately after work up until I get there. <laughs> I would love to be a part there of that. A drunk episode. I, I love fireball. That's my drink of choice. I'd be, that's the only liquor that I can stand to drink though. I'm like, I don't drink very much. So I'm more of like a, I like the greener things in life. Um, but fireball. Yes. I hate fireball. I like Jack fire though. I'm going to need. I'm going to need to do like rum and cokes and just have like a bunch of them because I don't. I can't do just. Well, we did. We used to do the the shots of liquor before each episode as like a, a, a nod to good luck or whatever or whatever reason we came up with the drink in the afternoon, and uh, we have the video on on TikTok of me trying to do the, that very full shot you have poured uh, without using hands, and it went horribly wrong. So, drinking doesn't typically go well for me. And now that I'm thinking about it, there was one other time where I got slightly tipsy. I don't know if you are familiar with those margarita, uh, like they're pre-made margaritas in a bottle. I cannot remember for the life of me the brand. Yes. But I drank an entire one of those at my dad's house, and I felt barely anything from it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so um, when, when I do rum and Cokes, you're just going to do straight glasses of rum then. um i don't know if you guys have any experiences um and uh, don't worry we'll we'll let you do um um drunk stories taya because i'm sure you've got quite a few um (laughs) have you guys had experiences like your first time buying alcohol was that a nerve-wracking nightmare or did you guys handle that really well I think I handled it pretty well, and I, if I remember correctly, I got it from, like, a little corner store, and, like, from my very first time, I don't even think that I got carded. Yeah, I didn't get carded either for my first time. I probably could have got away with it a long time ago, because I look way older than 21 anyway. Is that kind of insulting when you don't get carded? Like, Jesus, do I really look 40? <laughs> See, I get carded all the time, I, I but I've been told I look way younger than what I really do, though. Oh, so that's that's positive then. I always have it out just in case, and half the time they look at it, half the time they don't really care because they're not paid enough to stop people from drinking. But um, I, my first time I tried to buy alcohol, I think might have been for a party that we were having at my old place, Taya. It was um, – I didn't know – all right, so having having been from a very religious, uptight kind of family, um, I didn't know, I guess – quantities of alcohol so like i didn't understand what like a case was or a pack was or anything like that i just i went up and told i went through a drive-thru and i remember the one thing that i really liked was um barry weiss uh beer it's a a, a raspberry flavored beer it's really good um and i liked that so much better than actual beer at the time and I went through a little drive-through there in Philly, and I didn't know like what quantity name to give them when I went through, and I was just like, uh, "Do you have Barry Weiss?" And they're like, "Yeah, how many do you want?" And they come in six packs, which the six pack is a very normal uh, quantity, but I didn't know to call it a six pack. I called it a case, and they said, 
we don't really have a case of those, but we can try to put something together for you. I said, yep, whatever you got, that's what I want. That's absolutely it. So they took my car, and, um, and he's like, where do you want it? And I said, just throw it in the back. I think I may have had a, um, an SUV at the time. And, uh, and they started loading it into the back and he came back and he's like, all right, it's going to be, uh, I remember it was like something like $85 or something. And I almost shit my pants cause I was making minimum wage doing telemarketing at the time <laughs> or Walmart It was Walmart at the time. Oh yeah. And, that's where, yep, where, yeah, we met, where right? we, we met. Yeah. And I was making minimum wage as a cashier. So I wasn't even getting 40 hours a week. And I almost shit my pants, but they just loaded up what I called a case of beer, and I just gave them my debit card, and they took it and charged it. And I'm pretty sure I couldn't eat the rest of that week. Um, but uh, I you had beer at least. Yeah, I took home all this Barry Weiss beer. I was so proud of myself that I bought it, even though it was kind of a debacked, uh, a botched uh, um, attempt. And I remember taking it home and putting it in the fridge, and just having a shit ton of this Barry Weiss that I didn't drink very regularly. So when we started having gatherings for drinking with friends, I was just like, here, please take it. I don't want all of this. <laughs> um, so I think at one point I did have a, a fridge full of beer, and I, it wasn't intentional. Jeez. Um, another time, uh, it wasn't like my first time. I, this was uh, right when Kristen and I had started dating, so it was like a little over six years ago. Um I went to a little convenience store and I bought a, a six pack of uh, Bud Light and I was just going to take it back to her apartment and drink. And I carried it back and she said, what's wrong with these Bud Light? And I said, what do you mean? She's like, they're really small. I said, no, it's a six pack. That's what they're supposed to be. And she pulled one out of the, the sleeve and showed it to me. And I said, it does look a little bit weird. And then she pulled out a empty one from the trash and stood it next to it. And it was a good, like, four inches difference. Apparently, they make smaller miniature bottles of <laughs> Bud Light. And uh, I don't I don't remember how big the size was, but I thought, that makes sense. I don't buy alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've, I've had some hiccups when it came to buying alcohol, especially that first time. Uh, Taya, you have some good, good drunk stories? You know, I have... There's, I have a lot. Um... So going back to what we're talking about, you know, you know, we're we met what? How many years ago? God, uh, what was Walmart like? Two thousand eleven? Something like that. Anyways, so you know, obviously we did have our time together. One time that sticks out in my mind is um, I don't know if you remember, kind of like me in my time coming over there. I was kind of like house bitch. I was like cleaning and all the time. Do you remember when we were we were doing the dishes the one night after everybody came over and you? Because it was you, put regular soap in the dishwasher. No, I, I full on <laughs> believe that, but I don't remember it. No, we were drunk too. We were all very, very drunk. But if I remember correctly, we went to go play video games with whoever else was there. You know, other friends, and we look out, and the entire kitchen was just engulfed. I think I do remember that now. <laughs> it just um, bubbles flowing everywhere. Um. You say it was a fool's mistake. Maybe I just wanted to turn the drinking night into a bubble rave. Maybe. <laughs> Either way, you did a good job. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure my floors disagree. I'm trying to think if there's any... Oh, I do have one. Okay, so it was pre-marriage. I was trying to, you know, flirt with this guy. And I was at... He, he'd, like, I think he invited me to go over to 
his house, but he, his house was like, he had a garage, and then the house was like, up on the hill where the restroom was, and I had, you know, I had to pee, I was drinking, I was piss ass drunk, so I decided instead of just walking out of the house, I was going to piss outside, and I pissed on myself, of course, like one does when they're very drunk, well, I don't want, it was also like January, so like there was so much snow out, and this dude came out, was trying to talk to me, I didn't want him to know I pissed on myself, so I just made it look like I was drunker than I was, and I just sat down in the snow, and just sat there. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not going to know, he's not going to know, I'm going to piss on myself, just sit down in the snow. That's certainly one way to disguise it. Yeah? Um, I, I think you saying that, though, reminds me of a time when I was uh, drinking, and I decided to piss outside because that's where I was, and I think it might have been during winter, because I remember there being, like, a cold wind, and not taking into account the direction of the wind, I'm pretty sure I just kind of pissed into it, and it just sprayed me back. <laughs> so, you know, you have to take into account these kind of things when you decide you're going to go be a barbarian and piss outside. We did, we did drink a lot at the trailer though yeah yeah we really did um I, i'm starting to think that was all we d- decided was the only fun thing to do was well i mean we all worked at walmart so i mean our souls were slowly you know what's not fun though is when you um have a party like that and then you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning to find out that somebody who didn't live there was staying the night there too. And then you found out that they um, were having relations on your couch. And you're like, I'm happy for you, but that's my couch. And you guys won't be here, but that will be. Did you know, I, and I'm pretty sure the same relations that happened on your couch unknowingly happened in my house unknowingly as well. Oh, no. That's yeah. unfortunate. So everybody's just having relations where they don't need to be, but you know what? I'm glad people find each other, but when you are ruining furniture for somebody who can't afford new furniture, <laughs> and of course, you know, stains can be wiped away, but the emotional damage is forever. Emotional damage. <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TikTok has ruined everybody's lives. You know, and I downloaded it as a joke one time. Like I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny!" Ha ha ha! Now it's an addiction. And yet, you still yep. don't follow me on there. I thought I followed you. Oh. I fo- I follow Russ. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I I saw one point you looked at my profile. Uh, I think it was when I sent you a cringe uh, thirst trap video. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, and I remember I went to send you a video one time, and um, your name came up, and I thought, oh, she would love this video. So I went to send it to her, to, to you. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I, I should I, I drink coffee, but it sounds like I'm slurring. You're um, doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm fine. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a gummy after this, and then make dinner. Surely nothing can go wrong. <laughs> um, but I, I went to go send it to you, and it said you can't send videos to this person because they don't follow you back. And I thought that bitch. What in the Kentucky Fried Fuck? I thought I I followed you. I don't know. You'll have to double check. I don't post anything worthwhile. I think I have a total of six videos, and all of them look like someone's 45-year-old uncle tried to figure out how to edit videos. So, uh, (laughs) One of them is us doing the one-chip challenge. Um, I think one of them is the the shot that I fucked up trying to do no hands. Um, I don't remember. One of them is Trace freaking out because there was a bug on the... Um, on the cabinet, and I uh, pretended like I was going to grab it and throw it at him, and he screamed like a little bitch. 
Uh, you know, you know, good stuff like that. I, I I keep talking about making content, and then every time I like make steps toward making content, I'm like, nobody's gonna give a shit about this. I'm just gonna look like an idiot. So then I back down and don't do it. So you know, you just gotta go for it. I you know I bought that whole outfit to do the D and D one where I pretended to be a tavern owner who talks to a drunkard at the bar and gives them information about monsters and their um, habitats and their habits and stuff like that and just kind of make it like a little entertaining um, educational thing for DMs and D and D players who are interested in learning about monsters beyond their stat block. And then I uh, made a whole script for it and got the whole outfit and bought the green screen for it and then didn't do shit towards it else after that. So, Well, just if you like just start to do the episode, it'll just all come together. I think my fear is I'm going to record one and then I'm going to do what you did and absolutely loathe seeing myself and hearing myself on a video and just be like, so... that's 100% garbage and then delete it. That's actually funny you mentioned that because I thought that was going to happen when I started posting on it, but now it doesn't bother me at all to hear my voice or see me talk on it. Well, so you're cured for editing the podcast then. Mm, I still don't like editing. <laughs> I, I, I don't care what I'm editing. I don't like editing. Um, um, if uh, you guys don't have anything else to talk about as far as drinking, I guess I'll give a quick recap of the Batman story since you aren't familiar with it. And maybe people listen now who haven't listened in our first season because we were really um, bumbling through that first season trying to figure shit out. And not that we have it by any means 100% perfect now, but we are certainly le- leaps and bounds uh, from where we were then. Um, but, uh, like I said, it was the night that we were drinking Kraken. Everyone decided they didn't want to finish their cups, so I finished everyone else's cup. And apparently all of the alcohol hit me just at one time. And I don't remember much after that. I only have the retelling of the other people who were there. Um, and what uh, came about next was I guess I decided to grab a can of whipped cream that was for whatever reason sitting out. I don't know if somebody was like just doing whippets or eating whipped cream while drinking. I don't have any idea. But there was a can of whipped cream and we weren't at my place. We were at a friend's house and I took the whipped cream into one of his bedroom closets and I took my shirt off, sprayed the whipped cream on my nipples and came out saying, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm Batman. I'm the worst. <laughs> Greatest detective. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what I did beyond that, but I don't think it was very much because the next thing people told me was that I ran for his bathroom and then threw up in his tub. And then I lay down and let somebody rub my back until I fell asleep. <laughs> so what you're saying is on the drunk episode you're gonna be drinking Kraken, right? Yeah, that's what Russ has planned is to to try to, to coerce Batman back out again by giving me Kraken. <laughs> Uh, for a while we had talked about doing Drunk Batman as a um, uh, spokesperson for the podcast and advertise on TikTok uh, I was going to get a cow in fact I went so far as to get a cow but it didn't fit my head because my head is abnormally large apparently and uh, I went to go get a cow I got a cow and I had to return it and I, the idea was that I was going to put the cow on uh, do it shirtless with little cream on my nipples and I was just going to make little promo videos for the podcast and after the cow wouldn't fit my head I kind of got discouraged from the whole idea and I think Kristen's um, begging eyes for me not to do it really kind of set me back too see I wish I could gift you my followers because just so for your advertisement I posted a video I don't even know like almost two years ago now that gained me 
over 2,000 followers. Um, but I since then had to delete the video because the person that was in it ended up being a shitty person. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I just have these 2,000 followers and I don't ever post anything over on it ever. Well, by all means, you are free to um, share any of the videos on TikTok or repost them. I don't know what reposting really does. Does that do anything as far as algorithms? I don't. I don't know. I could advertise the podcast on there. Um, I saw that there is a repost, and every once in a while, I'll come across a video, and it'll say one of my friends reposted it. But like, I don't know if that just kind of throws it into your algorithm since your friend reposted it, or what? Maybe. I think I think so. I think it acts like they posted it. R- Russ speaks the geek language, so I don't I don't understand how things work with algorithms. But he's been trying to help me, so I make daily posts on all of the um, the uh, Facebook, Twitter, and and Instagram of dumb things that I find. And every once in a while, we get a hit from people, but sometimes it's not people that I want to get hits from. Uh, I did one story that I think was something to do with foot fetishes or something and somebody liked it and i thought oh sweet somebody liked it let's go to their profile and creep on them and see who it was it was a dude who posts pictures of his wife's feet for money um so i really i kind of hit the target on that one and then another one was um a story about how pandas red giant pandas are too lazy to breed they're going extinct because they just don't want to fuck and um, I got a retweet on that one. I was like, oh, man, someone retweeted this. Let's find out who it was. It's somebody who is role-playing a red panda on Twitter. All of their <laughs> tweets, all of their videos are them embracing being a red panda. So... That's well, I mean, you're, at least you're reaching specific audiences. <laughs> I'm hitting such niche targets that I, I should just be calling these people out by name. <laughs> It's just like I I wanted to get spread around a little bit, but I'm just I'm hitting it too right on the head. So hopefully, uh, you know, spread this. You know, by all means, tell people that you know you're on a podcast for an episode or two, and then make them listen to it. So um, that's that's how propaganda works. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, I don't have a lot of drunk stories. I don't remember a lot of things that I've done while drunk. I haven't really drunk so many times that I have a lot of really fun stories that just those couple here and there, I'm, I'm really afraid to do the drunk episode as a 33 year old, but I think by the time we get to it, I'll be 34. So it's all the worse. Um, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, it'll be fun. It's going to be released purely raw, I think, because you're not going to be able to make heads and tails of what you should take out and put in other places. So I think it's just going to be a released as is episode. Yeah, I am not editing that one. <laughs> Uh, the the one night um, uh, that we did it was one of our last in-person recordings Um, we had done two episodes back to back because we were trying to do two at a time so I didn't have to drive to Cleveland every week and we, I just come off of a double shift and then it was kind of getting later in the evening and I was just tired out of my mind. And I remember we lost our shit over me smacking my belly. Um, <laughs> and we started making references to the Goonies and the truffle shuffle. And so I can only imagine what alcohol is going to do. <clears throat> uh-huh. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, well, before we get out and close the episode, I want to mentally scar our listeners. So if you guys are ready to move on, we'll do the worst of humanity and find out what Christmas trudged up from the dark interwebs this week. Sounds good to me. 
All right. So this word is dragon blaster. Are either of you familiar with this term? Mm. Nope. I can't say that I... I don't think I've heard of that one. All right. The word is familiar, but I don't know what it is. I'll I'll open the floor to you guys taking a guess, and I I will follow up with a guess of my own. Um, Quite frankly, I don't know where to go with this. I'm kind of leaning toward Pokemon, but I feel like it's not going to be in that ballpark. The blaster part leads me to believe that it's... It has to be butt stuff. That could be. It sounds like a dick is for sure involved. Like Bad Dragon? (laughs) Yes, like that one. Russell, you... You know what Bad Dragon is, Anthony? Is it not the same as Angry Dragon? I mean... Um, Not that I know anything about it, but it's not... <laughs> now, hold on. I don't know how much I want to. I don't know. I don't know if I want people to know why I know. Russ, I mean, have, I have never. We have established that you know fucked up things you shouldn't know, and then it slowly got twisted into me saying fucked up things for these. So, by all means, let's tip the scale back the other way. Let us know how you know what Bad Dragon is. A. Are you talking to me? I want to preface. It's it's a store first of all. Ooh. It's an online store. Yeah, you're right. I have never, nor will I ever, purchase <laughs> anything from this website. Methinks the lady protests too much. <laughs> Cut it out. It's uh, They sell dildos of animal parts, like dragon penises, horse penises. Too kinky for me. Uh, remember that uh, Demogorgon flashlight we found yeah that would be something you would find on Bad Dragon and then they made the um, uh, was it also Demogorgon uh, Dodo yeah yeah, that's stuff on Bad Dragon alright so you've you've entertained this website before in some manner as you are aware of its uh, existence it sounds like Ty has perused it too from, from her testimonial agreements <laughs> with you. I, I cannot confirm nor to die. It sounds like it's the place I needed to go when I was trying to find reviews. Uh, one of our segments that we've kind of put to bed, but I, I think we'll bring it back instead of doing all news stories as the topic of the week. Sometimes I'll do one star dummies because uh, it was such a, a beloved topic. Um but when I was trying to find things on Amazon for funny reviews, I was using the family Amazon account, and I oh, have no. tainted that account to no, <laughs> no. And people cannot recognize it as the same account it once was before this podcast started. I started Googling uh, barrels of lube. I've started Googling cum cookbooks. I've started Googling uh, horse pussies. Just anything I could find that would have great reviews on it. Jesus and Christ. I don't know what it's done to advertise them what what they might like but this is this is like uh Kristen's um you know chosen mother hope and her sisters in laws uh have access to this i think a couple of older people in that family have access to this account <laughs> i don't know what i've done or what uh what dark secrets and whispers i've stirred up in the family but i feel like i've given someone a good rise out of it i saw a tiktok i don't know i think it was like couple days ago that prompted me to start looking for barrels of lube um i'll just see if i can link you it sometime but it was hilarious um 
they sell them. They sell them for like three thousand dollars on Amazon, but they also sell them in like you know those big like water. Like I don't know how many gallons it is, but like I yeah, think those are like nine thousand dollars. We we actually covered that on one of our one star dummy segments, uh, maybe last season. I don't remember when, uh, but there were fifty five gallon blue drums of lube. I mean, there might be a need. Well, I'm told because I I made a big whoop about it, joking about how absurd it was that you can buy it in that quantity, and a bunch of people jumped on me about how it is completely normal in the porn industry. And just like, what are they doing? Like grabbing big palmfuls and just slathering it on? Like, no one needs that much lube. It's too much. They actually get in the barrel. They dip in the barrel before, and then they dip out. Right. Well, the, there was. That's gross. <laughs> it's, it's the community barrel. They're fucking each other. They might as well fuck the barrel too. <laughs> um, yeah. There were there were reviews that were on that that were really funny. Like one person said he bought thirteen, I think thirteen barrels of the fifty-five gallon barrels of lube, and and he stacked them all up and didn't realize that they were um, haphazardly stacked, and um, they got knocked over, and his his girlfriend walked into the garage and slipped out of it, and he's like, I don't know where she is now, but by my calculation, she's somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. It was good though. But, like, the math is in mathin. Like, lube, you just need a little, like, a tiny little bit. Like, why would you need an entire barrel? Well, if you're people like Ben Shapiro and his wife is... <laughs> I can't stop going back to Ben Shapiro and his wife's dry-ass vagina. I don't know why. It's a real curse on my life. We've gotten real far off from Dragon Blaster, guys. <laughs> Dragon Blaster to lube. But, yes, Dragon Blaster. What is the Dragon Blaster? I'm okay. This isn't probably remotely accurate, but I'm going to go with when you are um, hitting it doggy style, and as you are about to come, you pull out and slip it in her ass unannounced or unprepared for or on her end, and then you blast her, and out of anger and pain, she starts flapping her arms. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go with. But Dragon leads me to believe that it's spicy for some reason. Oh, she's going to be spicy after you put it in her mouth <laughs> and she wasn't expecting it. <laughs> uh, good times. So good that, time. that barrel of lube can come in. Yeah, you're going to need it. Anything from the two of you? Dragon Blaster. I think it's gonna have to be hot sauce, hot sauce Ooh. and ass ass stuff. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I think it's when a huh, maybe it's like a guy eating a girl out with hot sauce in his mouth. Oh, <gasps> that made me cringe just thinking about it. <laughs> These usually do. And then when she. Dare I say, is done. Maybe she's a squirter. <laughs> and it's. And then you could get your taco ready. I could be reaching. Uh -oh. oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, you guys led with the rope. I just followed where it was going. <laughs> So I thought we were going to be disappointed. If you guys are ready for the, the reveal, I'll tell you what it is. Yes. 
I thought we were about to be super disappointed because um, when Kristen told me what it was, I typed in the term into Google and clicked on the first Urban Dictionary and I uh, copied it and pasted the link into the episode notes so I would have it to click on. And I pulled it up and the first definition Urban Dictionary says, it's a fun family activity that involves carving pumpkins six months before Halloween. And I thought, that's really fucking stupid. I thought I told Kristen we deserve better than that on this podcast. <laughs> but then the example says, man, do not look at the other Dragon Blaster definition on here. I thought, all right, I'm intrigued. Let's follow this little delicious breadcrumb trail that Hansel and Gretel is leaving for us. And you scroll down to the next one. This one is about where we were headed. Dragon Blaster is in the middle of having one salad toss. One will quickly grab the head of the tosser and hold it tightly in place. Then we'll proceed to shoot diarrhea into their mouth with such <coughs> pressure that it comes out of their nose. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Say psych right now. <laughs> Say psych right now. Uh, naturally, when you are uh, giving a, a definition, it is only proper, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, to also provide it in an example so that people may use it in their daily life. The example they provide is, she'll kill me if she ever sees me again because I gave her a dragon blaster. To make it worse, I ate spicy Thai food first. No! (laughs) (laughs) I hate everything about it. You know, if honestly, you know, like people ask that question, like if you had a time machine, what would you do with it? I honestly would go back to about five minutes ago before I knew what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's about how it is every week when we do these. We come up with some pretty awful shit, and then somehow the Urban Dictionary is always worse than what we imagine. I think spicy Thai food has to be part of it. Although I guess in my case, it could be Taco Bell and coffee. That would probably make the right combination for the geyser. Oh, Taco Bell for sure. I've been told, though, that she will never toss my salad, so I've questioned her love for me on it. Uh, not that I, I, I'm interested in having my salad tossed. I just like mm-hmm. to, to make her question whether or not it means she doesn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. There's a dragon blaster. I hope it was everything that you dreamed of. And more. And more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else the two of you would like to add, let's go ahead and find out what it is we do with this little debacle we found ourselves with uh, Russ's soul. All right. Rewind back. What do you mean it's not his time? The paperwork said... The paperwork was wrong. Our target for today was a senior named George Brookshire. He lives in Arizona. We had the wrong person. Then how did we end up with this asshole? I can still hear you, you know. I thought death was a little more absolute than this. Am I supposed to continue existing? Oh, God. Is that my body on the... Shut up, will ya? Fuck. See, Tally, I told you I could make him cry. You owe me lunch. You idiot. We have bigger fish to fry at the moment. All right, so how did this happen? I don't know. I didn't read the full report until after you had come here. I was lamenting about how poor Brasser was going to die young and forgotten when... Again with the insults. What have you done with your lives that's so worth remembering? It doesn't feel good, does it? Ow! When I noticed his listed activities included old people shit, somehow his paperwork must have slid by an accident and we just went for him, trusting the paperwork to be accurate. So let me get this straight. 
You donuts got the wrong paperwork, and instead of checking it thoroughly, you just walk in and murder the first guy you see? What kind of incompetent assholes just... Alright, that's enough from you. Isn't this like abuse of a corpse? I want to talk to your supervisor. No such laws or protocols exist outside of the mortal coil. Uh, but if you want abuse of a corpse, I will go over to your body, pry open your mouth, and take the unholiest of shits into your Cheeto-dusted maw. Enough from the both of you. What are we supposed to do? This is an early harvest. A wrongful harvest. We can't take his soul to limbo or any other point of finality. It wasn't his time. Just put me back. I have longer to live, right? Put me back and I'll just think this whole thing was a bad dream. What if I could? What do you mean? You took me out, you can put me back in. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. A soul is essentially the life essence of the body. Without it, the body is a heap of bone, muscle, and flesh. A puppet. A decaying one at that. The moment we pulled your soul from your body, your body's capacity for life ended and the decaying process began. It's slow at first. You don't just... It's slow at first. You don't just wither away over an hour or two. So, what are you saying? What we're saying is, welcome to a life of immortality. So many of your kind have dreamt of achieving it, and look at you, Mr. Nobody, the first to achieve it. What about my soul? If you can't take it to an afterlife and you can't put it back in my body, what will become of me? Well, we can't just leave you in soul form. The Shadow Reapers will come feast on your soul essence. And since souls can't be killed, it's really a Prometheus kind of situation. But we can put your soul into something else. But it has to be something close by. If we take your body too far, the Shadow Reapers will smell you for sure, and once give you pursuit, you're a goner. So we have to move fast, and it has to be nearby. What about a pillow? Nice comfort for all your days. Maybe you'll end up in another home through the goodwill process, and you can catch the scent of a beautiful woman's shampoo every time she lays on you. Or I'll end up smelling like mothballs in Mildred's dust-covered house while waiting for her to eventually croak on me. If I'm lucky, her family won't hate her and come check on her in a couple of days instead of letting her rot for weeks before the neighbor kids notice the smell. Oh, and what I've heard of kids and dogs doing to pillows? No thanks. Um, what about a refrigerator? They last a pretty long time. And you'll be one of the most important objects in the house. People loading and unloading, you must feel pretty great. People flock to the fridge all the time throughout the day. So that one day they can discard me for a newer and more efficient high-tech model? No thanks. I'd love to look forward to being left in a dump among trash and rodents awaiting the day I get picked up by the magic crane and dropped off to be smashed into a tiny cube. Or God forbid I'm left long enough for kids to play hide and seek near and one falls in and close the door just to die and rot inside my container. Christ, and I thought we had an affinity for death. You've put way too much thought into this, man. How about a TV? Discarded all the time for newer and bigger models. Seriously, I give it two tax return seasons tops before I'm rusted in a landfill. But no dead people in that situation. Except the bodies the Mafia hide in the landfill. I bet they'll be great companions since no one will ever find them. We're trying to help you here. Are you? Because so far you've only come up with shit ideas and I'm really leaning towards talking to your management and getting a sweet robot body with a huge baguette. What are you to do with that loaf of bread? You can't eat as a robot. He means a baguette for others to eat. People aren't going to eat bread from a red... Ugh, gross. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, you do. Actually, I've got the perfect place for you. Ideal for who you are. 
Wait, where are you taking me? No, you can't. Please, no. There. He always loves shit talking. Now he'll get to do it for the rest of eternity. Or at least until the next homeowner see how disgusting this thing is. Seriously, has he never heard of bleach? Well, he cried. Pretty sure that means you owe me lunch. <sighs> Where would you like to go? If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shitposting. We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode, we usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover, and you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok, also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show, or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at overdueforextinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server where we have channels dedicated to each segment. Be sure to also give us your birth date so we can do a personal birthday shout-out and a Florida Man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us, and be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms, because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves? And most importantly, stay smart and stay safe, dummies. Overdue for extinction